0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to the DualSense podcast. This is episode 22. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason. I'm joined, as always, by Travis. Travis, how's it going today?
1: It's going all right. How was your glorious day off?
0: It was pretty good. I I did not get to game as much as I wanted to so far, but I plan to remedy that later.
1: (laughs) What were you doing? Were you, like, babysitting... Cats or something
0: <laughs> well, what did I do i so after I ate lunch, I had to take the wife to get her allergy shot, and then I went to Walgreens to get some toilet paper to get ready for the lockdown that's on the way, probably and then when I got back, it was time to take the to uh to take the dogs for a walk, and then I set up for the podcast, and now here I am so
1: God, I almost fell asleep while you were telling me that story. Maybe
0: we'll go to Home Depot. I don't know if we'll have enough time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, well, (laughs) Well, Travis, for the uninitiated, or the noobs, here on the podcast, we are a weekly PlayStation podcast where you and I get together every week and discuss news, rumors, upcoming game releases, and much more in the world of PlayStation. We post new episodes every Sunday on your usual podcasting platforms. If you would like to engage with us, you can do that on Twitter, at the Pod. And if you would like to check out some of our game streams and clips, we've changed locations there. You can now catch that on YouTube at 4on5gaming. 5, five is the number five. It's all one word. So Travis, without further ado, talk to me about what uh, you've been playing this past week
1: said said my um final farewell to call of duty modern warfare yeah um went out on a high note winning um winning a gun game reloaded or whatever mm. it's called um i play that's all I played that night i think i played like 11 matches and managed Jeez. to man, managed to come in second about uh 25 times and then, <laughs> uh, one guy we we both threw a throwing knife at the same guy yeah and As he threw his, a guy came around the corner and like ran in the way. And it hit him before mine (laughs) hit the other guy. So he just threw it blindly and won the game. I think I screamed in your ear.
0: You did. That's so lucky. You were mad. You thought you'd won. You're like, I won. And then you're like, wait, I didn't win. What (laughs) happened? Yeah, because it's his victory if you're the top three. So I was like, hell yeah, I won. And then I watched (laughs) the replay. I was like, that's not me. Guys, like a tenth of a second ahead of you. Yeah,
1: what an ass. Anyway. So, um, did that uh, race on Gran Turismo, won a couple races, um, uh, taped a video. I need to clip it and put it on YouTube, but this of this guy that completely had a meltdown, um, ping ponged off about three cars, and then got mad at us. On the replay, I even went to his camera so you could see him turning the wheel into us. Uh-huh. Different, different players. And then we went into a hairpin. He just didn't break. Just went straight into another car. So, Jesus. And then, and then he rage quit. It was fantastic. This is all within the first three corners. <laughs>
0: he caused all that mayhem and then just quit.
1: Right. So other than that, um, I fired up. Got the five yesterday. Fired it up. Mm -hmm. uh played played a little bit of the new cod last night it was good time uh first game i was awesome and uh i think i was like the first or second guy on the board did great and then after that uh i I wasn't great so i don't know what happened there um uh i think i have one part of astro's playroom left
0: oh i thought you had beat it
1: well there's a one part there's like a boss battle and i can't I, i got stuck on it last night and gave up oh um, okay and then i went to 2k and got uh you know started my team um immediately got an amnethyst, cory mcgetty I hate, you. Uh, I
0: hate you for that by the way
1: <laughs> like second pack i opened my free agent pack that i got which was zion and then i opened the very first pack open which was just a normal pack like a deluxe pack. <laughs> I, can I, hate I hate
0: you then then you got a better coach to me i have a ruby steve kerr and you got an amethyst who was it brad, brad Stevens. Steve. yeah brad yeah. Stevens. so none hate, of my i hate you
1: none of my roster fits with him but that being said i played <laughs> i played a uh, one game of domination and um in the first and third quarter the knicks scored three points so uh brad, Christ. <laughs> that brad stevens card's legit
0: <laughs> good god that's so you're you're definitely ahead of the curve. I think it I think you're you're at an advantage right now too because you haven't played the game in any other form than it is right now. And the gameplay has changed significantly, as we've talked about a lot on the podcast for this generation. So it's gonna take me some time to get used to how it plays now. Right. It's like went from it's went from like janky to like much more close to real basketball and that's just not something that we're used to on 2k so right
1: it's definitely it's definitely better gameplay wise it's not as the guys still feel unexplosive to me um, right off the dribble not athletically like they'll, they'll still jump out of the gym and they'll still jump passing lanes but there's something weird about maybe it's just the way i play uh but i just don't like i have ai and i just don't feel that burst that he had like The start-stop is is very difficult to get right. Um, Right. But other than that, I mean, it's good. So what are you doing? What are you even playing?
0: I played a lot, actually. You've seen my list, so I'll just list it all off, and then I'll hit some some high notes here. So I played Red Dead Online, Modern Warfare, NBA 2K21, Watch Dogs Legion, Astro's Playroom, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Dirt 5, Black Ops Cold War, and Godfall. So, I ran the gamut this week, and especially yesterday. The only game that I didn't get to play on PS5 yesterday, uh, or today, was uh, Watch Dogs Legion. So, I haven't got to see what that looks like yet on the 5. But, uh, so far, I'm loving everything that I've played so far on the 5. 2K21 looks ridiculous. Astro's Playroom is surprisingly fun it's yeah it's very fun and i can see why people you know all the hype that surrounded it i I totally get it now and uh miles miles morales is beautiful of course with all the ray tracing and everything and dirt five is awesome the trigger so dirt five i think and black ops so far have given me the two best like uses of the triggers of the adaptive triggers. It's really cool. And then uh, Godfall's combat is just super satisfying. It's, it's like a mix of God of war and. Mm, I don't know. It's, but it's the closest thing to God of war since God of war. So, <laughs> uh, but it's awesome. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I'm just going to kind of spread my time around, I guess, but I do, I'm, I'm going to, I'm planning on playing Astro's Playroom like one world a day until I beat it just, you know, to kind of spread it out and enjoy it. And then I may try to get the platinum. I don't think it's too bad. It's just a matter of going back and collecting things, mm-hmm. it looks
1: like. Right.
0: Uh, I'm not going to get the platinum on Miles Morales because you have to play it twice. So not doing mm-hmm. that. No, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to beat that. and I'm going to play that and beat that before Cyberpunk so I can make room. Mm-hmm. And then I think I am going to also try to play the Black Ops campaign before mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, so I can delete the campaign off PS5 to make room. So anyway, right. that's that's where things stand right now. I'm, I'm. It's pretty much about you know what I was hoping for. So that's a good that's a good thing.
1: The um the I guess you'd say every other level, but in, within the worlds on Astro's Playroom, every other level you get to be in that that pod.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And the like the suit or whatever? Is that what you yeah,
1: mean? Yeah, yeah, the suit. And there's Yeah. There's those are my favorite ones. Like those missions, I'm going to call I'm going to call them missions, the so levels, but um they were so creative with those and the way mm-hmm. that you use the triggers in those. It's um it's it's awesome, really. I really enjoyed those levels. Uh, yeah. They're a lot of fun. They're difficult, they're challenging. Um which which level did you play last night or which world?
0: Uh the first one that I played yesterday was mem- Memory Meadow and then today right. I played SSD Highway or Super uh-huh. Highway whatever Speedway whatever it is so that was
1: my least favorite um okay I, I like the cooling that. system the cooling system I thought was really cool uh, I just like the characters in it and okay. I like I like the way the levels and the, and the mini games were and I think the last one I did which was um, I guess you'd call it the PS4 level. I thought that one was really good, but I can't remember which one that is.
0: That's cool. I yeah, I'm, that's I fun. love I love Astros. That game is so much fun. I I don't think I'm going to delete it right off because, like, if someone wanted to to figure out or see what the Dual Sense was about, like, that's the game you want to hand them, right?
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I would give them one of those. You could just pick any level really because of the sounds and the feel, and it's not just the triggers; it's also the rumble. Mm-hmm. and uh, the way the sound moves with it you get like the sound and the rumble move in the controller as weird as that sounds
0: right i let my wife play it she thought it was really cool she thought she wished that they had one at school because it's like sensory and everything you know
1: oh right right right, right.
0: i i, I ha- i'm i'm going to have to like reprogram myself to play these games because i'm i'm like overwhelmed i guess because like I'll I'll be playing Godfall or whatever and I'll have my 3D audio headset on and I'll hear stuff around me you know directionally obviously but then I'll be missing like the key the cues on the controller so it's just like so much <laughs> going on at one time and then right. like I'll I'll miss how like the trigger feels different with different actions and things like that so I'm trying to focus more on that stuff so I can I can see how it all works but there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of sensory things going on when you're playing, especially if you're using the controller and then also the headset. There's just a ton of stuff that's kind of bombarding you. So I will say, the last thing I'll say before we move on, and you can tell me what you think about this, but I, although all the games that I've played so far are very pretty and they're definitely some of the best-looking games that I've played, by default, I understand totally why people were saying that the DualSense controller is the is maybe the most next gen thing about it do you know what i mean
1: yeah we've never had anything like the controller that's i think that's why it's easy to say that like graphically over the next we'll say there's five more playstations after this one Mm -hmm. graphically it will continue to get better but it'll be less and less obvious like ray Mm -hmm. ray tracing was a big jump or is a big jump Um, How many more of those are there? I don't know, but there's a lot of room for upgrade within the controller, which they've shown, and there's a lot of room for upgrade within the headset, which they've shown. So I think that's part of the reason it's just such a change from what we're
0: used to. I agree. Travis, let's get into the news here. It's another somewhat busy news week. Number one, on Monday, Sony released a PlayStation 5 Ultimate FAQ on the PlayStation blog with a wealth of information on your shiny new console. Of note are that Sony will release future firmware upgrades to make the PS5 capable of outputting resolutions up to 8K. They are also exploring solutions to allow the storage of PS5 games on HDDs, or external hard drives, for storage only as PS5 games will not be able to play from an HDD. Also worth noting are that the DualSense controller battery life is similar to the DualShock 4, which has been confirmed by early reviewers and now by us. And finally, that other colorways of, of the DualSense are coming in the future, such as black and other colors. So, a few things there. What do you think?
1: Oh, there's lots of minutiae in that FAQ. I mean, a yeah, lot. Yeah,
0: it's, it's ginormous.
1: Right. So, one, I do like that because it, everything's there. If you got a question about whatever you want to know about something, how does the audio work? Why does the SSD work? Why doesn't the HDD work? I follow all that. You know what I mean? It's all there for you. You just got to sit down and, and go right. for it. Um, I thought one of the things I thought it was interesting was storing the games on the HDD. Um, I hadn't really thought about that, I guess, deeply. So I you know all the games, I guess, are made to be on an SSD. So to put it on an HDD, it's a completely different format. Obviously, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. Um, i just hadn't put that together yet um that's probably obvious for a lot of people but i just i really didn't put that together that being said it rolls out really easily how to play the rest of my ps4 games i can just put them all on my my external hard drive i can plug it in the usb and they'll live there and i can play them off of that so yes i I do really like that i don't have to worry about i mean at least for the rest of this year i could just put all my racing stuff on it if i wanted to If I wanted to sell sell my PS4, I could just put all my racing stuff on there. Um, and Red Dead, I still have Red Dead installed on there. A couple other games I just like to play that I have, I can throw all that on there. Boom, we're good to go. So I like all that. It's easy to do. Um, One thing I thought was interesting when I read that was talking about, did you have the software upgrade for your um, controller when you started the PS5?
0: Yes, yeah. So
1: I plug that in and start the update, and I'm like, what else is this thing going to do in like two years
0: (laughs) right yeah it's i know they can just tweak it and tune it who knows so anyway
1: yeah so anyway this the the faq thing was awesome i'm excited about see what these other colorways are i think that's kind of fun it's always fun to see that stuff
0: i hope that they give us a gray one like the uh, playstation one gray with like the colored symbols on it oh man that would be awesome i would jump on that for sure
1: those would look like. Have you seen the Travis Scott PlayStation shoes? I meant to send that to you earlier. No,
0: no, I haven't seen that.
1: He, uh, him, and Nike and PlayStation got together and made like a special edition Nike Dunks, and <laughs> they're course. like, they're like that PlayStation gray, PS One gray with the logo. They're pretty dope.
0: Huh. Okay. Well, that dude's everywhere. He's selling us <laughs> cheeseburgers and now Playstations. It's whatever. Number two. Sony released a brand new PlayStation 5 launch trailer in the U.S. this week, featuring several launch day and upcoming PlayStation 5 games. What is newsworthy about this particular ad, however, is the fine print shown regarding the upcoming games. The disclaimer read, quote, Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Returnal are all anticipated for the first half of 2021 while Horizon Forbidden West is anticipated for the second half of 2021, end quote. God of War Ragnarok was not shown in the ad, so have no fear. It doesn't mean that it won't make it out in 2021. But nonetheless, what do you make of this? There's got to be a little smoke here, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, if you look at the FAQ, they have a section where they say, Talk about these games that are in development and they say the next installment of the God of War series is in development. So as you Mm -hmm. said, no fear it is on the way. Uh, I'm sure that like we said last week, it'll be the last one that gets released. And by the way, speaking of last week, we were pretty right on with our predictions about how the order these games would be. Um, I agree. Yeah, based off of this, so you guys are getting this shit for free. By the way, you just write that down if you <laughs> want to know. I agree. Um,
0: we were right. The only thing we did forget: Returnal. I totally forgot about Returnal.
1: Yeah, and part of that is it's not a huge game either, right? And it's you know it's probably it's not going to be a seventy dollars game more
0: than likely. if they confirm that? I w- I would guess it will be just by if. The reason why I say that is because if Destruction All-Stars was originally going to be a $70 game, then I think Returnal will be, too, because it's a second-party, nah, you know, game.
1: That's a fair point, unless they make it a plus game as well.
0: True. Could be. Could be.
1: You know, so like like we were saying, we know Ratchet's closer than most of these because of what we've mm-hmm. seen with it. Um, and we've seen stuff from Gran Turismo, and most people think it wasn't a vertical slice, so I, I would agree with them. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, yeah... Um, all oh, that seems right on, but I'll go back to what I said before. I don't trust a Gran Turismo release date until I have the game.
0: <laughs> you, 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 you guys in the community are so skeptical, so skeptical of that game. It's crazy. <laughs> We've been burned before with them, you know. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So I, I think, I think I'm going to stick with what we said last week. I think Ratchet and Clank in March. I think Gran Turismo in May or June. That's the first half. I don't know where Returnal fits in. That's an interesting one. I could I could see that. Well, we've got Destruction All Stars in February. Right. I could see that coming out in February, or I could just see them slap that in between Turismo and Ratchet and Clank in like April. I right. could, I, that seems kind of like an April April release to me. So, and I'm gonna stay with Horizon in September. And God of War sometime in November is my guess. So that's a hell of a year, not to mention the the third party stuff that's coming out, um, right. like the, that new Final Fantasy 16 that people were stoked about. And mm-hmm. um, Deathloop, you know, is in May now. We know that for sure. Right. That's going to be uh, awesome. We'll, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. And then there's something else big, but I forget what it is. Anyway, that's a hell of a year. Number three. There are some questions yet to be answered in regards to the future of the PS5, which Sony's Hideaki Nishino shed some light on during a recent interview with website AV Watch. For starters, Nishino revealed that there is no 1440p resolution support on PS5 due to TVs being the top priority, but it could be added in, in the future. Regarding PlayStation VR, he added, quote, I would like to expect the PlayStation 5 to have a VR experience that is appropriate for the PlayStation 5. I can't comment any further, but I'm looking forward to it, which he proceeded to then laugh, end quote. When asked about the lack of a web browser on PS5, Nishino responded, quote, we have doubts about whether a web browser is necessary for a game console as an app, so we'll have to wait and see, end quote. And finally, in regards to cross-generation games on PlayStation moving forward, he stated, quote, The current assumption is that the transition from PS4 to PS5 will take about three years. For a certain time, we ask developers to develop on the premise of cross-generation of PS4 and PS5, end quote. Hmm. Thoughts here?
1: The the VR comments are... uh, I've went back and forth on what I think they mean. I I can't decide if he's saying... Like if he's calling them out, like if he's saying what I've seen is not the level of PS5. Because I kind of feel like that on one hand. But then on the other hand, I feel like he's kind of saying, like he's being coy, you know, like.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, like because he laughs, that kind of makes me feel like he kind of knows more than he's letting on. So anyway, I can't decide what that means about VR. I will say that it does need to be PS5 level. What that means exactly, I'm not really sure. Every time I've played VR, I'm, I'm always very aware that I'm in VR. I don't ever feel fully immersed. Sure. But whatever, you know, it's not that it's not cool. It's just I just feel like I'm playing a video game. So I, I wanted to jump up like the controller did, but that that's probably right. not realistic. You never know. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Three years seems like a lot for this cross-generation thing. Because that <laughs> yeah. that'll give it four years. I'm sorry. That'll give it 10 years of full support. Like, that's a
0: lot. It is. It is. That's a long time to, to support one system for a decade, but that's kind of been what Sony has done is support their systems for 10 years. So, I mean, even PS2, it came out in 2000 and I think there was probably a PS2 game that came out in 2010 is my guess. So uh, probably a sports game like FIFA or something, but uh, that, that's not a good look though for these cross gen games like we've talked about in the past this this just means that we're going to get you know these type of games until 2023 like Miles Morales <laughs> plays on PS4 and PS5 and Horizons going to to come to PS4 and PS5 so we're going to have three more years of that uh that's just I don't know that's kind of outrageous to me and then I agree as far as his comments on VR I think that that obviously signals that it's definitely in development and I think we're going to hear something more about it next year. I think that's pretty, pretty likely. And then the last thing, the weird thing about the browser is that it's there. It already exists on the system. So it's, if you go in the settings, there's a, well, there's web browser settings on the console. Right. And then the other thing is that when I, uh, linked our YouTube account to my system, it had me it took me to the web browser to complete my sign in on YouTube hmm. on the on the ps5 so it's there you just can't use it. it's weird.
1: I wonder if you have the app the YouTube app downloaded does it would it take you straight to that instead of the web browser?
0: No, I had it downloaded oh. and it didn't it took me to the web browser so yeah Interesting. That, uh-huh I, a forget, lot of it.
1: I forget that it's there on the floor like I never use the web browser. I've never opened the app I don't right I,
0: it's is odd that it's even there to me. I don't use it either, but a ton of people were upset on Reddit because the people use it to watch Pornhub. So <laughs> <laughs> I think like I saw something like last year, sometime like the PlayStation consoles are like in the top five of like most popular devices that are used for Pornhub. Like Pornhub had stats on it, and they they released it. Wow. Like, people people watch Pornhub on their PS Vita and shit, like PSP still. <laughs> wouldn't, they,
1: wouldn't they give you like a virus, like? I I, I I have a lot of questions. That's
0: that's what I thought. Somebody somebody tweet uh, direct messages on Twitter and tell us about your your Pornhub experience. Yes, Jason wants to know for research. Yeah, we're just researching, guys. Research (laughs) in the name of science. (laughs) Number four. According to a new feature from Bloomberg on rising video game prices, Sony was at one time considering a price increase to more than $70 for standard versions of its games. In the article, Bloomberg stated, quote, inside publishing houses, a price hike has been plotted and dissected by executives for years. They point to inflation as well as the ballooning cost to develop AAA games as justification. At one point, Sony discussed going even higher before settling on $70, end (laughs) quote.
1: none, None of that's really surprising to me. Sure. To be honest... I forgot the games were $70 until I went to download them last night. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh yeah, it's a thing that we have now. <laughs> I, I just don't think about it. But, okay, so... You know, we already see different versions of games with different prices. And those prices give you like a pre-order bonus or an, you know, an addition bonus. Yeah. Maybe you get a skin or a card or whatever. Um, and, and this is just a thought. I want to see what you think about it. But And this could, this is also a slippery slope. This could really be weird but maybe the 70 dollar version is um the basic version of the game so it's only 30 fps instead of 60 or maybe it uh it has slower load times or it's missing like um you can't play my team on nba unless you buy the kobe version um Mm. and and that quote unquote curbs the cost because it's cheaper to develop or to make now that might not actually curb any cost i don't know how that works how the i don't know how the pricing works on manufacturing a game Um, but you know, if they want to make them more expensive, I could see them offering a a cheaper version to try to like curb any kind of pushback.
0: That's interesting. That's an interesting idea. I think that you never know, like you could always see games becoming this like a la carte type of thing where, well, for instance, what I mean is right now we have the capability to delete parts of games that we're done hmm. playing or we don't want to play, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I can delete the Call of Duty campaign or I can delete the multiplayer and never play it. So, it's not out of the question that we could get to the point where you just buy certain game modes. I mean, hell, you can basically do it now. You buy Fortnite. It's just a multiplayer game, right? Right. It's a free-to-play game, whatever. But Or Warzone. Or Warzone, yeah. we're not We're not too far off from that. So, I could see that. Uh, at some point down the road, who knows what all they talked about, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, and when they say, again, you have to think about what they're talking about. Like when they say it's been dissected by executives or they've been talking about it for years or discussed going even higher, like, you know, we've been in meetings before where you just talk about things. It doesn't mean that it's serious. It's just, sometimes it's a brainstorm. It's just a thought exercise. Like, sure. You know, what can we do? It's just good to know sometimes. Um, sure. But to your point about a la carte games, you know, like if let's say they do that with Call of Duty, you know, the campaign is 40 and the multiplayer is 40. So then if you buy both, they are making more money because they're getting 80 instead of 70. The reason why buying one might still give them the money they want is all the microtransactions that are built in now. So as we see a push into microtransactions, maybe we'll see that, um, like as you said, the a la carte suddenly becomes more viable.
0: Mm hmm. I I could totally see that, man. I, I It would not shock me if somebody went there. Because think about how many people never play a Call of Duty campaign. I haven't played it in years. There you go. You're the guy. You're the guy! <laughs> Number five. Sony may be shifting market priorities within its PlayStation division, according to website PlayStation Lifestyle. Sony has begun to sideline the Japanese market over disappointing PS4 sales in the country having sold less than 10 million units in their home nation, which is less than the PS3 sold. Sony's PlayStation division has pivoted to make the U.S. its top priority, according to Bloomberg, as PlayStation headquarters is also now located in California. Sony has denied these reports, however, as spokeswoman Natsumi Adarashi denied the claims, pointing out that the PS5 will launch first in Japan alongside several other countries, including the United States. Adarashi added, quote, Our home market remains of utmost importance, end quote. Hmm. Anything you take away from this?
1: I'll I'll try to make sense of what's in my head. I I tried to write this out, and I couldn't really place what I wanted to say in a right way. I don't think it's in the Japanese culture to just forget about Japan. Um, Just because their HQ is here in America doesn't mean that they've forgotten about Japan. But to me, it does make sense for them to be here because of the u s a market like we have more money, it's a bigger market. there's a lot more gamers here than in Japan just by default. um From what mm-hmm. I understand in japan it's they're not just playing playstation they're all, i th- I feel like a lot of people play p c in Japan mm-hmm. so look, it doesn't mean they're abandoning japan i think this is kind of overblown i mean they just brought country, crunch, Crunchyroll crunchy roll for a billion dollars true it seems a lot more japanese than american
0: to me right i think you make good points there are a lot more gamers here and there's also a lot more developer talent here in america so oh, i mean yeah. most of the most of the game developers i would i think a majority of game development studios in the world are based in california or on the west coast so You know, it's just where you, you, like you said, you go where the money is. And if you want to be at the epicenter of games, it's, it's here in America. So I get that, but I don't think that one has to, you know, dictate the other. I think they can be exclusive to one another. So, right. I, I mean, it would be silly of them to just relinquish that market because, you know, Microsoft wants to get in there bad. And why would you want to let them do that? I don't see that happening. So.
1: I think it's, it's, it's a smart move, um, from a business perspective because of the talent and because of this, the huge, like our GDP is so big. All um, right. It just makes sense to be here. And if sure. you're, if, if Microsoft is your main competition, don't you want to be in their backyard, put a little pressure on them as opposed to across the ocean.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. You gotta, you gotta fight on the same battlefield. You know what I mean? Yeah. Number six. Spider-Man developer Insomniac Games announced on Monday that in a future update, fans will gain the ability to export save files to the remastered version of the original game. The studio tweeted, quote, We have heard you. In an upcoming update for Spider-Man PS4, we will add the ability to export your save to Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. This update will also add the three new suits from Remastered to the PS4 game. We expect to bring you this update around Thanksgiving, end quote. So people Complained quite a bit about this Travis not being able to bring their saves over mm-hmm. to the remastered version. What do you what do you think about this uh, this move here? I mean,
1: good on them for listening and addressing the issue. Um, I think that the bigger issue we talked about this a lot, but this kind of highlights that the data the data issue is and has always been a developer thing, not a PlayStation thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. I this is they they needed to do this. I mean, people were upset and it really did not make any sense that you could play the game on ps4 and then Mm -hmm. you could play basically you could play the game on ps5 but you weren't able to bring your save i mean i understand making people pay for the game but not being able to bring your save is kind of silly so glad that they made this work number seven Developer BioWare finally announced the worst-kept secret in gaming, the long-awaited Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which will launch in spring of 2021 for PlayStation 4 and on PlayStation 5 via backwards compatibility. The collection includes all three original games, complete with all single-player DLC. The remasters will feature 4K resolution with increased frame rates, better visual effects, and revamped graphical assets. Alongside the announcement, BioWare also revealed they are in early development on the next Mass Effect game for next-gen systems. What do you think of this? Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the only
1: thing I'm interested in is to see if if they take the leap that Demon Souls took, um, hmm. as in like how much better it looks and how much better it seems to play, and yeah. all that fun stuff. It, you know, if it doesn't do those things, then it seems like that's a big letdown.
0: Yeah, this is a huge gaming series. I mean, this is beloved. It's, you know, got a huge fan base. It's like BioShock, you know, in a way. And I've never played uh these games. I played Andromeda a little bit, and it was okay. Uh, but I may the I'll probably wait for these to be on sale or for this to be on sale, but I'm interested in this to see what all the fuss is about. I mean, what better way to do it than through this? So, we'll see. I might consider it. It depends on what's out at the time, so there's just so many games to play nowadays. It's hard to it's hard to imagine sitting down to play three gigantic yeah. open world RPGs. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's that's a hard tough sell. Yeah. yeah. Number eight, New York-based publisher and developer Take Two Interactive Software has officially reached an agreement to acquire UK-based racing game publisher and developer Codemasters, as reported by Business Wire. The deal will see Codemasters and all of their IPs, such as Dirt and F1, acquired by the Grand Theft Auto publisher. Chairman and CEO of Take-Two, Strauss Zelnick, said, quote, Codemasters has a renowned history of creating some of our industry's most beloved and commercially successful racing franchises, and we believe that their offerings will be highly complementary to our sports por- portfolio and enhance our organization's long-term growth, end quote the 994 million dollar acquisition is expected to close in the first quarter of the 2021 calendar year. Well, the deal is official as we talked a little bit about last week. So, do you have any any final thoughts here on this?
1: Right. Uh we know we talked about the pros and cons and the issues and concerns last week. All all those are the same. Um mm-hmm. like we said a billion dollars is amazing. Uh, even though it's not all in cash, it's still pretty wild that that's how much they're paying for what's essentially uh, a racing thing. But right. that being said, um you know, it's nice to see a company build itself up to the point where the competition says, uh we just have to buy them, we can't even compete. And that's a very uh, American goal. <laughs> I don't know, this is a British company, but uh, good on them for that. Um and you know, I'm sure that most of the team will stay on. Um theoretically, you know, like like you said, like Take 2 is the publisher um they do develop but they are the publisher and they're going to want the development team to stay and keep the things that make dirt and f1 successful i would think so but i'm i'm excited to see what they can do with all these resources now like what can be added what can be changed do they have more do they have more room to move around can we get laser scan tracks and courses now stuff like that so um Hmm. what does it mean i mean we never know at this point but you know it's I don't think it's such a terrible thing.
0: No, if as long as you know, you're know you going to take Codemasters and you're going to get an injection of financial backing from Take-Two, you can't beat that. And you can only hope that that's a positive thing so that they can do some of those things you're mentioning, like laser scanning courses and whatever. So that would be awesome. But as you mentioned last week, you better get ready for some loot boxes or some microtransactions <laughs> in these games because... It's inevitable. It's got to be, right? Number 9. PlayStation revealed October's most downloaded PlayStation Store games on Tuesday. They are as follows. On PlayStation 4, the top downloaded game was FIFA 21, followed by Star Wars Squadrons, NHL 21, Madden NFL 21, Crash Bandicoot 4, Ghost of Tsushima, Watch Dogs Legion, Minecraft, NBA 2K21, Grand Theft Auto V, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Watch Dogs 2, Mafia Definitive Edition, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, UFC 4, and finally at number 20, the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope. On PSVR, the top downloaded game was Beat Saber, followed by The Walking Dead Onslaught, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, Job Simulator, <laughs> Swordsman VR. I think that's what that's a The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Gorn Super Hot VR, Pistol Whip, Marvels, and fall, and finally at number ten, Marvels Iron Man VR.
1: I love that job simulators on that list. Like you don't. <laughs> Like I just worked all day.
0: I want to go home, put on my VR and pretend to work again. <laughs> <laughs> right. People that supposedly it's a really good VR game. I've never seen anything about it. Uh on free to play, the top free to play games were number one Rogue Company, which is weird, followed by Rocket League at number two, Genshin Impact at number three, Call of Duty Warzone at number four, and Fortnite at number five. So anything stick out to you here on any of these charts? Job simulator job
1: simulator, yeah. I think it's interesting that Crash Bandicoot 4 is in the top five. Um, didn't expect that to kind of hang out, but we're like at this point, we're starting to see um, these you know, these annual sports games starting to kind of flush out like these, these like Ghost of Tsushima's, all these like exclusives Mm -hmm. are starting to fall off because it's the time for these sports games to get bought up around the holidays. But... You know, like next week and next week, next month. We know that Cold War is going to be on that list somewhere. Right? Um, it'll be interesting to see how long Crash can stay there. I'm just really surprised by that. But I mean, you know, the Star Wars Squadron is getting a lot of positive feedback. I don't think very many people expected that. But right, you know, and part of that is most of us don't have very high expectations for Star Wars games or the movies um, mm. for that matter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nice to see that they finally got something right.
0: Yeah, I that uh, that's very surprising that that's at number two to me. Uh, I'm also surprised at some of these older games that are on here, but I guess it's because we've been in a lull and there hasn't been a whole lot. But like Watch Dogs 2 and Black Ops 3 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey that they charted in the top 20, that's odd. But I guess it's people just picking things up on sale maybe because they're in a lull before the next gen. So uh and then the other thing like i mentioned while i was reading it was rogue company number 1 right that's uh that's not an easy task to dethrone really at this point any of those other four games on the list rocket league genshin impact which is huge now warzone we know is huge and fortnite is always huge so uh that's that's interesting what we'll to keep an eye on that next I'd, month i'd be
1: willing to bet next month that um uh, bugs next might be at the top
0: Ooh, interesting. I forget that I... That's free. I I don't know if I'll try that or when I will or not, so we'll see. And then, uh, similar to this, Travis, the MPD Group also released their October sales charts this week. The top 10 games sold on PlayStation 4 for the month were number one, FIFA 21, followed by Madden NFL 21, Watch Dogs Legion, Ghost of Tsushima, NHL 21, Crash Bandicoot 4, Modern Warfare, Star Wars Squadrons, NBA 2K21, and Marvel's Avengers. And it is worth noting that that is the first time ever that FIFA has taken the top spot on a U.S. sales chart.
1: Wow, that's surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of always feel like the digital downloads, have they obviously have more potential to be an impulse buy. Uh Uh-huh. And I wonder yeah. if if Star Wars is affected by that because it's so much lower in this list. I wonder if people right. were like, I don't know, and they see Star Wars, like, oh, I'll do it, sure. But when you're yeah. at the store, like, it's behind a case, and then you can kind of talk yourself <laughs> out of it.
0: That's you know what I've done it. Yeah, that's fair. I and, and I'm also surprised that Avengers has hung on and to yeah. to make to make the top ten because we know that that they game's not it. doing too. Yeah, that game's not doing too well. Um, Ghost of Tsushima holding on at number four is good. And then there's Crash again at number 6, so we'll see where that charts next month. Number 10, we also have some news nuggets here, Travis, that we need to get through. As always, feel free to jump in wherever. First nugget, PlayStation announced on Twitter that the PlayStation camera adapter required to connect PSVR to PS5 will be included in the PlayStation VR Marvel's Iron Man VR bundle starting at the end of this month. In a PlayStation blog post, Astro's Playroom director, Nicholas Doucet, teased that, quote, Astro will be back with the news soon. Hmm. Possibly on PlayStation VR, too. That
1: would be my guess. I'm not sure what else you could do with it, because they're not going to build more level platforms or anything like that. I'm not sure what else they could add.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I So there is an Astro's game on VR. So that's that's what makes me think that. And I kind of have a feeling we're going to hear, like I've been saying about PSVR 2 next year this yeah next year so we'll see. Also Travis Bethesda Softworks announced that PS5 timed exclusive shooter Deathloop will launch on May 21st. As we mentioned earlier, and there's
1: a price listing for it on PS Store and it's it's $53.
0: Oh yeah, it's on it's like 10% off right for PS yeah. Plus or whatever. Yeah, mm. it's, it's just super weird to me that you can pre-order it and it's on sale. Right. I'm I'm going to check that out. It looks really cool. I, I'm not going to pre-order it right now because shit gets delayed too much. But <laughs> once once we have a firm idea, I'll I think I want to check that out. Also, developer Bungie announced on a Destiny Two live stream that the Crucible competitive multiplayer will be playable at 120 frames per second on PS5. Hmm. Website Push Square reports that Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan told BBC News that more PS5 systems will be available before and after Christmas. That the PlayStation 5 uses a mere 1.3 watts of power in rest mode with all features enabled compared to 5 watts on the PS4 Pro. Push Square also reported that The Last Guardian runs at 60 frames per second on PS5, but only when playing the disc version. It's interesting. They also reported that puzzle game King Oddball and and hack-and-slash game Undead Horde will both come to PS5 at some point in the future. I think one of those, or maybe both, are already actually out on PS5. They may have stealth released, I think. They push square also reported that Cyberpunk 2077's Night City Wire episode five will take place on November nineteenth.
1: What's what's this one about? Is it where they tell us the game isn't real, or did they, did they delay? <laughs> uh, did they delay just to do this episode?
0: Uh th- So I think that I read it's about music and oh Johnny. And oh, I thought we already did that, by the way. And Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves's character, which I also thought we already did, but I don't know. So. Who knows at this point? It might be a rerun. And finally, Push Square reported, Travis, that Genshin Impact will run at 60 frames per second on the PlayStation 5 via the Game Boost feature. Genshin Impact also received its big 1.1 update on Tuesday, which added new characters and a bunch of other stuff. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that Square Enix's games division reported a loss of $48 million for the quarter ending September 30th. Primarily due to underwhelming sales of Marvel's Avengers, which cost over one hundred million dollars to make and has only sold roughly three million copies. Oh, ouch. Okay,
1: so what's uh, what's three million times sixty?
0: Uh, I don't know. Did you already do this math?
1: Yeah, it's one hundred eighty million. So, okay, where's the eighty million?
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what am I it, missing?
1: If the game costs a hundred million dollars to make and they made 180 million before the other
0: transactions that people buy and stuff. Take 30% off of that because that's the that's the storefront cut.
1: Right. So even even at that um there's still over 100 million. Right. There's still like 20 or 30 million over. Hmm. So I'm not sure where they how they lost 48. Right. Cuz mm-hmm. that would that would Im- that would imply that they I don't I don't understand. Of course when you say the game right. costs $100 million, that to me is development, acting, uh, all that true. stuff, shipment, That's true. packaging, it's, all, it's everything. So even if that's the case, I, I don't understand.
0: That's a, that's, those are fair points. Hmm, I don't know. Either way, it's not looking good. Only 3 million copies. Well, I mean, I guess that's actually pretty good. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima has sold five, so we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. They're, they're working on it. We'll give them, we'll give them a chance. PlayStation Lifestyle also reported that PS5 save files will not be transferable to a USB drive and rather can only be backed up to the cloud. That Sony has updated the PlayStation 4 remote play feature to now allow users to remotely connect to their PlayStation 5 and stream games to their PlayStation 4.
1: Can you... Why would you do that?
0: I have no idea. I guess, like, maybe you want to play PS5 in the bedroom, but the PS4 is in the bedroom. That's all I can... That's all I got. Okay. And finally, PlayStation Lifestyle reported that GameStop will have PlayStation 5 stock for sale in-store only on Black Friday in the U.S. Each store will have a minimum of two units available.
1: The first time I read that, I read that as a maximum of two units. And I was like, I'll just go fuck myself for two units. But
0: <laughs> right, I, I'm get well, getting in line. <laughs> so when I went to, uh, speaking of, when I went to pick up my PS5 at GameStop on Thursday, uh, you know, people were lined up out front. And the jabroni finally comes and unlocks the door and pokes his head out at 10 o'clock or whatever. And he is like, uh, are all, uh, if you guys don't have a pre-order in, in line, if you're just trying to get one, we don't have any extras in stock. And there was a dude at the front of the line who just turned, like, tucked his head and like walk, walked <laughs> out of line and walked right to his car and left. That dude was first in line. He'd probably been standing there for two hours hoping that he was going to get a PS5. <laughs> and, and that dude comes out and just crushes his soul immediately. Yeah. So... He looked right at everybody and swallowed a pistol, <laughs> right there in his Celicas. <laughs> oh, so him and there's one other guy too. But what? A, and it was cold on Thursday. What a feeling! What a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> website. PlayStation Universe reported that Rocket League will receive a PS5 upgrade later this year, featuring 4K at 60 frames per second. Website Games Radar reported that The Last of Us Part 2 and God of War both utilized the dual senses haptic feedback on PS5.
1: I was wondering about that when I was looking at those games last night that I was I uh-huh. was um those games that what do you always call it claiming? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that makes God of War
0: more interesting. Um you need to do it. That right. you will like that game. You'll love that game.
1: I got, I have so much to play right now.
0: Did you get Dirt 5? Uh,
1: I was downloading. I don't know if it's done yet. Huh. I guess it was, I guess it's done. It was downloaded when I got
0: off. Interesting.
1: Since my thing doesn't send me updates, I don't know.
0: Okay. So there's an up, I figured that out too. We're getting off a tangent, but there's an app update. So go to the iOS store and update your app and update your app and then restart your phone and then Mm -hmm. go into the settings on the app and make sure that your PS5 is linked to it.
1: So I logged in through my app. Yes. Um, on the PS5. What I, what I enjoy is that my phone is set to auto-update and it's incapable of doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guarantee there's just an update sitting there waiting for you on the PlayStation app on iOS. So check that. It's fixed it for me. Also, Travis' website, Gamatsu, our buddies over there, reported that the next game in the Dark Pictures Anthology is titled House of Ashes and it will release on PS4 and PS5 in 2021. That the PS5 version of Dead by Daylight will be, will be available at launch on November 12th, and it is confirmed. That Tekken 7's fourth season will begin on November 10th and include new a new character, Kunamitsu, and a new stage, Vermilion Gates. I'm pretty sure Kunimitsu was on Tekken Tag Tournament back in the day on, on PS2. That's an awesome game. Gamatsu also reported that shoot 'em up game Exit the Gungeon is now available on PS4 alongside the Hello to Arms update that bridge constructor The Walking Dead will launch on PS4 on November 19th that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot DLC A New Power Awakens Part 2 will release on November 17th that 2D stealth game Wildfire will release on PS4 on December 3rd that first person exploration puzzle game Dying 1983 will launch on PS5 this winter imagine dying in 1983 yeah not dealing with this shit (laughs) uh Gamatsu also reported that the serious sam collection will come to ps4 on november 17th that fallout 76's new update called still dawn will launch on december 1st
1: why are they still updating this game
0: (laughs) dude there's a following now it's a a cult following now i feel like it's been out for 11 years but it's all free though so i mean i guess people are just buying whatever currency to spend in the game and shit Gamatsu also reported that action shooter Poison Control, which we made fun of several weeks back, will release on April 13th in North America and April 16th across the pond in Europe. That co-op robot action RPG Megaton Musashi will also come to <laughs> PS5 when it releases. Imagine getting a Megaton Musashi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where do you get those? At? Is that like a Swedish uh-huh. massage? Or is that like that nickname uh-huh. for opium? Gamatsu uh, also reported that a physical edition of Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted will release on PS4 on December 15th. That Five Nights at Freddy's Core Collection will come to PS4 on January 12th. And finally, that publisher Koei Tecmo announced Neo Collection will come to PS5 on February 5th. I'm sorry, February 5th, and will include remastered versions of both games. They also announced Neo 2, the complete edition for PlayStation 4, which includes all DLC and will release on December 17th. And that is all for the news this week as we roll on here with the new game releases this week, of which there's a meaty list because it includes all of the launch games across systems. And I just realized, Travis, that I forgot to curate this list for you by deleting duplicates across systems so feel free to do that if there's a PS4 and a PS5 of the same game. Uh but I kick it over I kick it over to you. On November 9th we had Beyond Enemy Lines Remastered
1: Edition on PS4. Um I got to tell you just play Call of Duty or Fortnite. <laughs> uh, imagine imagine playing N64 James Bond and what you thought that looked like mm. in your head. Those are the graphics. Mm. So Yikes. not not good for PlayStation, great for N64. <laughs> on uh the 10th of November, we had Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Fuser, Liftoff Drone Racing, and that's exactly what you see on, on uh ESPN2 sometimes. Hmm, sounds kind of uh, cool. Planet Coaster Console Edition, which is on our let's get it when it's on sale list.
0: For sure. That was dope.
1: Uh, sakuna of rice and ruin that's my playstation name of the week game really i love that name of rice Mm. and ruin uh (laughs) slide stars which um is here how to to put this it's social media influencers that you've never heard of riding giant inflatable bananas or flamingos down water slides while you collect coins jesus christ and it's as awful as it sounds
0: hmm
1: and then my game of the week this week is 13 and that's in mm-hmm. Roma, it's in roman numerals x 111 one, one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a jason born story arc like you wake up you don't know who you are uh, but you have all of your skills and the art is kind of like a mixture of deathloop a comic book but also archer okay and man you're it's like a first person Um, action thing and you basically go through the world trying to remember who you are it looks it looks awesome it looks pretty cool so uh, check yeah check that out if you want a gap game it's probably perfect for that um and last on the 10th we had yakuza like a dragon on november the 11th we had death come true which is a japanese horror game with real actors wow okay it's it's very odd and i'll never play a horror game but it's 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 interesting to look at. We also had lost artifacts on November the twelfth. Um, all those games I just said were on PS4. On November the twelfth, we had Assassin's Creed Valhalla PS5, Astro's Playroom PS5, Borderlands Three PS5, Bug Snacks on both generations, Dead by Daylight PS5, Demon Souls PS5, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition on the five, of course, Dirt Five. On the five. <laughs> on the on the four we had Esports Life Tycoon, where you are like the general manager of an esports team. Uh huh. Fortnite on PS five, Godfall on PS five. Handball twenty-one on PS4. I looked Let's up go. a I looked up a French review. So um I, French I definitely
0: review. <laughs> I, I, I okay. definitely
1: know that they use the word defense. So you play defense <laughs> on it. Um,
0: defense
1: it's a real league in real life. Like there's an yeah. Ajax team and a Paris St. Germain team. Jeez. So, uh, but anyway, it's, wow. um, uh, if you're into handball, it's all you got. Yeah. Um, we had just dance that's a, 20, that's a shame. just dance 2021 on PS4 King odd, which we just mentioned on the five hmm. man eater on the five, um, Spider-Man miles Morales on both generations, Spider-Man remastered on PS five, 2k 21 nba on ps5 no man's sky next generation on ps5 which looks really cool mm-hmm. um observer system redo on P- redo redux how do you yeah, say that? Bo-
0: both are accurate
1: okay that that game on ps5 overcooked all you can eat on ps5 planet coaster console edition on ps5 Sackboy on both pathless on both um, and mm-hmm. the Pathless, um, there's a couple of videos on a lot of people playing it. It doesn't look as terrible and as boring as I thought, but I'm still not going to play it. Yeah. Watch, Watch Dogs Legion on PS5, at WRC 9 on PS5. And on the 13th, we have the new Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on both Generations. hi And Kingdom Hearts Memory of Melody on PS4.
0: Nice. So on the Pathless, I have a feeling just right in my plums that that is going to be a PlayStation Plus game very soon. So if you're on the fence on that one, just hold off. Just trust us. I think that one's, it's coming. Just hang on. And that's all for the new game releases this week. Thank you, Travis. And I wanted to uh, wrap up the show here, Travis. I didn't really have anything in particular in mind, so I thought we would just Talk about what games we're going to be playing in the week ahead because there may be some that you haven't got to play yet on your PS5 and and likewise for me. So what's uh, what's on your menu?
1: Well, definitely want to finish the boss battle on uh, Astro's Playroom. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if if I'll ever do it. It seems so difficult right now that I'm annoyed with it. So I'll probably let it sit there for a little bit. Um, I don't know. You'll see when you get there. What I mean, it's hmm. it's weird. It's it's harder than it should be, um, and maybe it's just me.
0: Okay,
1: definitely want to get in on some dirt. I know some people have had some issues getting into lobbies. And it's hard to tell if that's a player base, if there's not enough players yet, or if it's like a, a, a server issue. But definitely want to get to playing on that. See what it's like on the controller. Um, see what kind of nonsense I can get into the arena racing, um, where you know you're like time. Oh, yeah. you know, that looks mm-hmm. really really cool. So anyway, um, that'll be fun to put some times up and see you know who can beat my time. See if I can beat you guys or whatever. Looking forward to that. Other than that, two K and Call of Duty. I'm sure there'll be a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. the the newer the newer maps, the different maps we played on last night were a lot of fun. I really like those.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: I'm bound and determined to get a kill with a combat bow, and then I'm going to switch to the exploding RC car. But
0: <laughs> I have well, to I get have it. it yet. Yeah,
1: I have to get it. Now, by the way, just to Humble brag. very first game very first match we're in we play domination we get to halftime i had the fucking play of the half first first <laughs> half i'm in guys walked he right did. down to point a and i just wrecked some dudes Sent them back to the four <laughs> you hit
0: fired everybody so,
1: yeah i don't know what i blacked out <laughs> and i want to um i played one game of domination so i'm sure i'll end up playing a lot of 2k here the next oh, yeah. couple of days um, I yeah. just I like getting cards It's like I like collecting the cards. I don't know what that
0: it's is. Quite it's quite like,
1: fun. Yeah, it's like a hoarder mentality thing. It's the same thing on like Avengers. Like I liked getting all the loot. It just made me feel mm-hmm. better. It's like some sort of like a completionist thing.
0: Right. Speaking of loot, the loot on Godfall is awesome. Like they all the designs of the loot mm-hmm. are so varied and awesome and they have cool names. It's awesome. Just love it.
1: Well, the video you sent us on PlayStation, which is an easy
0: thing to do now. It is. Yes, it is.
1: It looked really cool. You looked like Sunshine from Remember the Titans, but it looked (laughs) cool.
0: Yes, I just unlocked my first uh, new Valor plate, so I can switch if I want to, but I don't think I'm going to yet. But um, So anyway, is that all you're playing this week?
1: I suppose. i got to get all my PS4 stuff on that um, external and Mm. decide either at that point if I'm going to sell that or put it in. I mean, I have other consoles on my entertainment center, I have, you know, my original consoles, my one and my N sixty four. But I already, I don't have the two or the three. I sold those to buy the four and the three. Gotcha. I don't know, it just seems weird to keep the four if I don't have the rest. You know what I mean? True, but yeah. it, and it's also it's it's not a pro either, so I don't even know if it's really worth anything.
0: Yeah. It- you might want to ask John about it because he still he keeps original consoles. But I mean, especially now that you can play your PS4 games on the PS5, like whatever ones you own. Well, yeah. unless you had one on a disc, which I don't know if he did or not. But I don't know. Kind of seems obsolete. But
1: uh, right. Oh, by the way, anyway. did you see? I saw it on Reddit. And I don't know if I sent it to you guys or not. Maybe it was, it was the, um, GameStop value of the new systems on trade in.
0: Uh, yeah, it's already there. What what are they giving like 200 for an Xbox and 250 <laughs> yeah. for a PS5? It is like 150 in cash. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys, go fuck off with that shit. That's ridiculous. Love it. Uh, unbelievable. Uh well, I'm going to be playing a lot this week is my hope. Uh definitely want to play Call of Duty with you guys. I Well, one thing I didn't mention earlier about this is that I do you re- remember me complaining a little bit about the feel of the guns when we played yeah. the beta or whatever? Yeah, well, first. It, it all comes together now because the reason why they felt a little bit lifeless is because on PlayStation anyway, they're building in the life or the feel of the guns and the triggers. Oh yeah. Agree? That's so, their life. They're life full. Yeah, yeah. So that is awesome. So that that's really taken things up a notch for me. And then those last two maps we played last night were really good. And then, um, I want to, uh, I know John's going to be on tonight to play with us. Um, and i want to do the normal multiplayer but i also want to try the zombie stuff with you guys <laughs> that looks cool so
1: it did look very cool online and it looked yeah, better than i imagined
0: yeah and we can still rank up and everything which is cool so we're right. not like losing or not like wasting any time no matter what so uh and then going to play 2k i'll probably get back into domination now that uh, you're on there and i'll just kind of starting start transitioning back over to that I want to race. I want to play some Dirt 5. I think we should try some multiplayer races one day. See what that's about. Yeah. And gosh, man, there's just so much. Uh, Godfall, I'll I still chip away at that whenever I can. Maybe when you guys aren't on, things like that. That game is all. Oh, that combat is so good. Oh, my God. So good. Feels good. Uh, what else? Gosh. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting all kinds of stuff. Watchdogs, I might get to that. I definitely need to see what it looks like on the PS5 first for sure. So there's a lot to play. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to spread the love around, but most importantly, I want to beat Astro's playroom. And then I want to beat Spider-Man miles Morales so that I can make some room for cyberpunk that's coming out in a month. So I got to have that done so I can have some room to get ready for that. All, all, all roads lead to cyberpunk for me, Travis, that's, that's the (laughs) end. That's the end game right now. So Anyway, uh, with, with that said, that's all we've got for this episode. If you guys enjoyed the show, if you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review, whether it's positive or negative. And if you know someone who may enjoy a PlayStation podcast, well, do us a favor and share us with them. If you want to reach out to us, again, you can do that on Twitter at the Pod. If you'd like to check out some game clips, which hopefully we'll be uploading some clips and videos and possibly streaming very soon, you can do that on YouTube at 4on5gaming. Five is the number five. Don't forget. And you guys enjoy the new consoles. Take care, and we will talk at you next week.